three, two, one. Welcome everybody to episode 46 of the ADV podcast. As usual, we have quite a show in store for you. We're going to be talking about some very important things today. Still waiting for the day that we don't have important things if to talk about. If we don't about. have anything important to talk about, we just won't have a show. That's true. More could right. have a fun show. Yeah, we could have a, a bonanza. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's get right into it, everybody. We'll start with, of course, what's new, which is where we talk about what's new with regards to China. Right? Mm-hmm. We got yeah. a couple don't of things. Need, don't need my approval. <laughs> well, what's new in today's what's new segment is something that's not so new. <laughs> okay. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. a week ago. Yeah. Uh, we always like to start what's new with something fun. Yeah. And we thought this was rather fun. Yeah. Um, by the way, mm. maybe the chat out there, because you guys are watching live, um, for those of you not live and listening, there is a man that is a presenter for Fox News on the top left. I don't know his name. But I will say this: He literally looks like he's made of Lego. He uh, looks like a Lego man. The top left there. Yeah, yeah. I'm not familiar. I don't watch Fox News. Um, Neither do I? But that's what I'm CNN. saying. Someone out there is gonna know. Yeah. Do you think he looks like a Lego man? <laughs> he does look um, a bit bizarre. Anyway, why are we looking at this? Well, um, I, I, okay. I'm a little ignorant about this, but basically, they were having some kind of debate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some kind of debate about why why Trump should be impeached pretty much okay. just before he was going to step out of office or gotcha. whatever, right? And this is the it's a Harold, Harold Ford, Ford Jr., Jr. Former, former Tennessee representative. He's a Democrat, right? Okay. Um, and he has a picture of Mao Zedong on his wall. <laughs> not a good look. No, it's not a good look because, you know, everyone kind of uh, accuses the Democrats of being socialist or sure. communist or whatever. Sure. So if you've got a pretty high-profile Democrat you know, in an interview showing that he actually well, I'm has saying, like, Mao Zedong the, on the it's wall. A, it's a pretty big, like the really far right people, it's a pretty big stretch to call like very centrist Democrats socialists. You know what I mean? Like in American yeah, politics, sure. like someone that's left in the EU is much further yeah. left than a Democrat this in America. Is, yeah. My point is, mm. it's not a good look when you want to kind of get away from that stereotype when you have a painting of Chairman Mao. I know. In his uh defense that is like an andy warhol yeah, like version of it so it's kind of an artsy version but i mean you wouldn't have an artsy version of hitler above your no. fireplace or this Stalin. actually <laughs> this version actually if you took that to china it might be considered slightly offensive yeah they probably wouldn't like it in fact i'm pretty sure that you, you, sure you're not allowed to deface it but Remember? it reminds me of the chavez t-shirts or whatever yeah, you know, yeah, like, Shea, Shea Guevara. Guevara. sorry, <laughs> sorry. sanchez Sanche- whatever. whatever yeah uh, you uh, know what i meant you know the thing is I remember that guy got into... Chavez is a socialist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hugo Chavez. Oh, Hugo. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Anyway, go ahead. Um, There was a guy who threw, uh, like, rotten eggs at the portrait of Mao at Tiananmen Square, and he got taken away. And then the ink. Yeah, another situation. You know, you can't deface the portrait of Mao in any way in China. You you will get into trouble. Holy crap. But, yeah, the the whole thing is... He removed it, by the way. Oh, he removed the Mao? For, like, a later interview. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, probably because of the outrage. It <laughs> yeah, is in poor taste. Of course. I mean, here's the, here's the thing. Um, from what I've observed from American politics is if you're on the left, people label you as like this crazy sure. liberal socialist wannabe communist. And if you're on the right mm-hmm. in any way, people label you as like a, uh, an, an alt-right Nazi, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So let's just say you were a right-wing guy or Republican and you had... Hitler on the wall. It's kind of the same thing, isn't it? Mm. Even if it was an Andy Warhol version of Hitler. Sure. It kind of has the same message. It actually just shows you how, I hate using this word, but how toxic the 
the whole vitriol is around like what you're affiliated or aligned with because like the average person isn't all the way over on the left or on the right the average person is somewhere in the middle Mm. and those people get along with each other that's the average person the majority but when this kind of stuff happens it really just pushes things all the way over to the left or right in this guy's case i do think it's in poor taste at the same time i get why it's not that big of a deal but i Mm. thought it was hilarious I think it's ignorance. I think it is pure ignorance. And I think, you should educate yourself. I think a lot of a lot dictator. of people are very ignorant sure. as to who Mao Zedong is and what he did. I hate to I hate to play this, but it is cultural ignorance. I'm not, mm. not going to use the racism word, but the guy's got cultural. a reclining Buddha and a Confucius statue. Yeah, which Mao is very against. Yeah, right, right. underneath Mao. Yeah. Mao is Mao destroyed that. He doesn't know what he's doing. No, no. It's My point is, there's some cultural ignorance, which is not fair to do to China. If you want to understand China, whether you're going to be positive or negative about the government, you should yeah. have an understanding about it. Yeah. And you can't just like like you said, putting a picture of Hitler up on your wall. Everyone is going to think you're a psychopath, right? But for some mm. reason, it's not. You're not a psychopath to put up Mao, who killed more people, right? Now, Hitler's motivations may have been more sinister, but the, the fact of the matter is both of these men were powerful men that did horrendous, heinous mm-hmm. things to millions and millions of people. Right. Extinguished lives. Sure. And to put, like, you wouldn't put Hitler's picture up, would well, you? Well, yeah, no, but I can come back at you because when you're in China, you will often see people people with, like, the swastika stickers on yeah. their stuff. Nazi stuff's all over. Iron cross belt buckles and things. But this but, is America. You should yeah, be educated um, in this. Exactly, he should, but... In China, a lot of the people I spoke to actually said they have a lot of respect for Hitler. Of course. You know? We talked about yeah, this Yeah, exactly. Times. So Very it's, common. It's kind of a different vibe for a different yeah, culture. It is. Um, but the fact of the matter is he should have known better. He's not Chinese. No. So you, you don't hang that up. Because no. if you're Chinese and you're hanging that up, it just means you don't know actually what happened. I, I honestly think he probably doesn't know anything. No, I know. So like, oh, that's why I'm cool. giving him the benefit of yeah. the doubt. But. It's like, oh, yeah. It's like the, the, those people wearing the Che Guevara t-shirts or whatever. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Hugo Chavez T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, the whatever, the the horrible. I'm man. sorry, I mixed them up. Yeah, yeah, my apologies. Yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, that's pretty much what's new. Shout out to Stonks, by the way. Everyone's just going ape with Stonks. Stonks. In the chat. Oh, excellent! Because of the GameSpot. It's a, it's hilarious. hilarious I'm I'm loving the the GameSpot. We love the troll. Thing. Yep, it's really funny. Anyway, guys, so we're going to quickly answer a super chat or two, and we're going to move on to our main sure. topic today. Winnie the Pooh says Uncle Sheen uses soft power because he can't get hard. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, we've discussed this before in an ADV China video, but there is actually a big problem in China with men's health. Yeah, yeah. That's why you get that kung nung kuh. Yeah, you know all these like it's called. Well, it's, um, it's women's health as well. Yeah, reproductive both, health. Both, both. Yeah, reproductive actually, hospitals are everywhere. But it's everywhere. It's one of the biggest adverts you see around yeah. the place. It's always on the buses. It's on the billboards. Yeah. And it's obviously there's a lot of reproductive issues, and it's got to do with the poor environment, sure. the pollution, pollution, the the diet, the you metals know, in the soil, yeah, all that things. kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, smoking, you know, yes. dude, <laughs> smoking, holy crap! Anyway, go go. I for called it, it GameSpot, not Games GameStop. <laughs> GameStop. No, GameSpot's the one that doesn't know how to review Cyberpunk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. that was atrocious. Yeah, terrible. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles Womack says, "I'm a U- U.S. Army uh, reservist. Thank you for your service mm. uh, in the intel field. Should I study Xi Jinping thought to better understand the enemy? Is this a worthwhile endeavor for for me? Um, you won't understand Chinese people in general, but you will understand the the theory behind Xi Jinping's rule. Yeah, um, it would be. I mean, it's not going to cost you nothing but time, right? To, to look it, into it. It might make you dumber. It might make you dumber." But I mean, yeah, I, yeah, there's nothing no harm in it. Yeah. Um, does CCP actually care about the ideals of communism? They actually hate communism. No. Yeah. Um, 
students that join the Communist Youth League and then continue into their college years, what they'll do is they'll they'll you know fight for unions and things like that and workers' rights and the actual communist tenets that Mao yeah. tried to promote. Speaking of which, yeah, yeah, Mao's um, there in the background. Orange, yeah, orange background Mao. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what they'll do is they'll actually fight for workers' rights and unions, and China will imprison them. Yes. Shut them down. They'll take down their leaders. China despises communism. They like com communist ideology, and that yes. it is justified within communism to have an authoritarian leader until that shift is made. So it's this kind of mystical thing that someday we're going to have a pure socialist system, right? Mm. A communist system, but in fact, it's so far removed from that. It's just a fascist dictatorship. That's why they call it socialism with Chinese characteristics. Yeah, they had to even or, change the name. You know, they they always add with Chinese characteristics. That means it's actually not what it is. It's whatever we decide it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. I make up the rules as I go along. It's and that's literally what it is. What it is. Yeah. It's take every connotation or uh, label of mm. what the political system in China is. Throw it out the window and yeah. just realize it's a fascist dictatorship. It's, that's all it is. It's all it is. Yeah. Where they give you a little bit of freedom yeah. to earn money and slice. and whatever, but step out of the bounds in either way, and you're in trouble. Correct. I'll just do one more. Yeah. Uh, thank you to D D O X three sixty. Thank you very much. And Madrox zero three. China and COVID backdoor swabs. Discuss. So yeah, um, China just instituted anal swabs for COVID testing. And the reason is, uh, part of it makes sense, is that COVID lives longer, um, not as long in the back of your throat and in your nose as it does in your anus mm -hmm. because of the fecal matter and things. Sure. Um, so they're doing that for longer testing. Now, whether that's a publicity stunt or actually effective has remained to be seen. Can we actually just talk about the fact that there are outbreaks in China that they've oh, had to acknowledge now? unbelievable amounts now. It's crazy. They actually have to acknowledge it, but of course they acknowledge it by downplaying it. Oh, yeah, Sh yeah. Shanghai just got six. They, they're, it's six the typical things. liars, yeah. the liars things. Like when it, you know you meet a compulsive liar, yeah, and you, you catch them out so many times. So what they do instead is they try to just mm -hmm. try to like soften the blow. Sure. So it's kind of like, oh, I was I don't know what a good analogy is, but I jumped over like three cars with my BMX bike or something. Sure. And then it's like, no, you didn't shut up. And then like later on down the road, they'd be like, yeah, you're right. I only jumped over one car. Meanwhile, yeah, I, I you know thought that, it was three. But... I thought it was three. But meanwhile, you know, they can't even ride a bike. Sure. sure. You know what I mean? It's kind of that's what the CCP does. Yeah. They, they're they seeing. They, we've told you this a million times, guys. They mm. adapt. They adapt constantly. The Wumaos adapt. The Chinese government adapts for the soft power technique. It's not always sure. the same. Mm. And what they do is now they'll say, yes, we do have another uh, outbreak. Right, but number one, it's not our fault. Yeah, from the outsiders, from, the outside. from foreigners. Yeah, and number two, it's nine people. So they'll be like, "We're doing everything we can. This is a lot. We have nine cases." And then people in like America or whatever are watching the news or something, and they're like, nine? We had like nine hundred thousand today sure, or whatever." You sure. know what I mean? So they're like, "Oh, China's got." Yeah, because it justifies here. locking down the whole yeah. of Shanghai or whatever right. for nine cases. That's the stupid thing is they they think that everyone's dumb. Yeah. You know, why would you lock down an entire province or, you know, an entire city? Yeah, we're because, talking 100 million people yeah, in Hebei or yeah. in Henan. Why? Because you had three cases. It doesn't no, work no, that no, way. No, 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 no. It's because it's getting out of hand that they cannot suppress yes. it anymore, that they have to lock things down. And then they're just like, oh, it's just a little another few thing, people. Another thing they're trying mm. to hide recently is that the hospitals are filling up. I actually watched, uh, and I'll leave her unnamed. She, this had nothing to do with China. She's a Chinese girl. Yeah. She put out a video about her her grandmother couldn't get a hospital bed. Yeah. Up in somewhere in northern China, mm -hmm. and it was because it was so full of COVID patients. Right. She wasn't doing an expose. It has nothing to do with this, but she she mentioned it in passing. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So I started asking people. Yeah, a lot of the hospitals are actually almost at full capacity because they have so many cases coming back. Yeah, but they don't write them down as no, COVID. No, they write them no. down as like pneumonia or flu right. or whatever. Right. And that's because. 
once again, we've seen what happened when uh, there was this outbreak in Hubei now, the top officials that are in charge of the province have all been punished severely mm. for letting it break, for letting the breakout happen as if it's their fault. Yeah, of course. And that's why if you are a government official in charge of a province or a city or a town or a village or whatever it is, and there are COVID outbreaks in your population, the last thing you will do is report it because you know that you're right. going to get into trouble. You will be made a scapegoat. You will be sacrificed, you know, in front of everyone, which is what we see right. every time there is a breakout. The top guys get punished. So what do they do? They find ways to excuse it as if it's it's not there. They sure. either just kind of hope that the people get better or if they die, they write down different reasons why they died. They don't report to the central government. And this is why so many people starved under Mao as well. It's the same thing because they were too afraid to tell the hires up that mm -hmm. they're not reaching the quotas for the grain it's and the stuff. It's the quota fallacy is the yeah. problem in China. Absolutely. All of China works on this logic. So the fact that you're seeing actual real lockdowns and there's more activity around this. People are now wearing masks again, where they started to ease off on it yeah. a bit. You're starting to see big things coming into play. It's only because it's reached a point that it can no longer be hidden. Right. So it's been there all along. Right. Just, just so everyone knows. Um, don't be fooled. No. Anyways, don't be time, fool. time for us to get into our main topic, which is soft power hour. Yes. So where we talk about how China um, kind of changes your mind and fools you and whatnot through soft power. Uh-huh. And... It's kind of a weird soft power because we're talking about trains in this one. Yeah. But um, a couple, there's a couple of things. Yeah, we're also going to be our, our worldview one today is very important. Mm -hmm. It kind of should be soft power, to be honest. Oh, whatever. But Mix it up. We've got a long one. Let's get into it. So what we're talking about today is Adobe Flash. Do you remember Adobe Flash? I sure do. It's a flash in the pan. Do you call it no, Adobe or Adobe? Adobe. Okay, I used to call it Adobe. <laughs> you know, back in the day. Well, I mean, it's a Native American word, right? So right. We, we grew up around all that. Like every town around where I grew up is in a Native American word. Okay. So, so why is I it, get it. Why get is it, it? Why is it not with an I then? Because it's a different language. Mm. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> anyway. All right. So. Um, Adobe. Mm. Very popular still. Well, why don't you, from the tech perspective, why don't you explain why we don't use Adobe anymore and what it is? Well. I'm sure everybody from back in the day, in the early days of the internet, remembers Adobe Flash. Yeah, right? There might be some youngins. Basically, it allowed you to inject multimedia into your websites. So whether Necromedia. It, yeah, well, yeah, whether it be a little video, a little you know, animation, animation yeah. a little sound, something like that. But it got taken to a point where people were designing entire games yeah. using Flash. You could have it's entire like newgrounds.com, right? Yeah, yeah, shock rave, so, use, yeah. use shock wave, but whatever, shockwave, yeah. same shit. So basically, you could do all sorts of things like um, program, or you could even make cartoons. And mm -hmm. so in China, they actually make full on TV shows just using Flash. That's right. You know, you've seen it before. Yeah. And on the buses and stuff, all the announcements and stuff, they look like they've been put together using Adobe Flash. That's right. So anyway. Fact of the matter is, it's been part of the internet for a long time, but it has serious security vulnerabilities because you're injecting multimedia into a website like that. You can inject malicious code. You can inject all sorts of things, and it's it's always been a problem. So as an IT administrator like I was in the past, you know, it's my old um, profession before I went to China. The oldest profession. The oldest profession was being an <laughs> IT network administrator. We would constantly battle all these vulnerabilities and we would have to ban things like flash on certain computers mm -hmm. that were connected to sensitive networks and weren't allowed to install that kind of crap on servers sure. you know that you know the usual thing anyway it kind of reached a point where um adobe decided you know what that's that it's too too difficult to keep 
fighting all these security vulnerabilities. Sure. We're just going to shut it down. H, the new HTML's come out, the new format, the new standard. We're just going to get rid of Flash. We don't need it anymore because right. now with the new HTML standards, you can just do this stuff natively anyway. Right. So they shut down Flash worldwide. All support for Flash was just completely um, shut down. Mm -hmm. And uh, what happened? Well, this happened. <laughs> the the yeah. thing happening behind us. Yeah. The Thanos came and got rid of the Flash logo, which <laughs> yeah. actually turned out to affect the train system, the high-speed rail system in Dalian. Dalian's in northern China. Yeah. It's an ex-Japanese and, and ex-Russian settlement. It's pretty, an interesting, pretty cool interesting place, yeah. Um, now, the problem is when you run your high-speed rail timetables off of Flash, you're going to run into some issues. Yeah. This is not the first thing that China, like the first time China's run into security vulnerabilities in the tech, in the tech sphere, but they'll come after this. Sure. Anyway. You can see this WeChat thing. Everyone's scrambling. Yeah. They're basically saying, like, we need to downgrade the Flash. You guys obviously can't read this. It says we need to downgrade the Flash uh, version. Yeah. And so they had to find a pirated version of Flash. Yeah, to get it working. An older one to get it working and to get the timetables back up. Because if the trains, you're explaining, if the trains are obviously you're running the timetables, the trains will, will collide if they're yeah, running at well, the same time. obviously. And this has happened before. Sure. This has happened before. In, in 2011, mm -hmm. in Wenzhou, uh, it was the first high-speed fail. <laughs> high-speed fail, um, yeah. Not, not to make a joke about <laughs> yeah. that, people died. 40 oh, yeah. people died, 192 people were injured. Um, I still think it's a good, good thing to say high-speed fail. It is. Yeah. It was a high-speed fail. Yeah. It's actually the train is running at a very low speed, Okay. Though. 62 miles an hour. Yeah. Low-speed fail. I'm like the stat boy today. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this happened before. That was a signal failure, but my point is there are security vulnerabilities surrounding the high-speed rail system, mm -hmm. and this is one that was exposed, and there was, it was just funny. They were scrambling to get this working how many times have you seen on like the public security bureau or a police station or like a massive billboard like about national security or something and it'll be like uh like a blue screen of death yeah windows xp yeah. that's i think those of you out there maybe haven't clicked yet but i put some pictures Ch in china it. was running up in dalian they're very important <laughs> high speed rail timetable system on Adobe Flash. Mm. This is about as charbador as you can get because rather than, you know, developing their own database or their own system sure. in-house or buying the correct program, they used something as crappy as a free plugin for sure. a web browser. Sure. And you see this a lot. I, I come from an IT background. So when I first went to China in 2006, I thought to myself, maybe I can find some work in the IT field here. Of course, I found out later that as a foreigner, you're not allowed to. No. You can't. It's not just not possible. No. You need to get a job that's a foreign expert. People think you can just go to China. And you can't. You can't be a waitress or no. you know a, a normal worker of any kind. You no. can't just go into construction. You can't do anything because they're very protectionist. And you can if if it's a job that a local Chinese person can do, you can't do They'll it. They'll take their jobs. Yeah, it's but it's it's actually like that. So it you is. need to you need to have. And expertise in you your You can field. work for a foreign company. Uh, yeah, there are there are some things you can do. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, I was blown away because I came from a, a like a proper enterprise system where you've got things set up correctly with servers and licensing and you know proper networks with massive big server racks and switches and all the sure. patch panels and everything. And you go to China and you see the biggest companies running on like Soho equipment, small office, home office equipment. Yeah, they'll have like a little little hub maybe this is you know early time when i got there and they'll run everything off windows xp 
you know, a very all pirated software. Nothing is legit. There's no licenses involved. There's there's no servers. <laughs> it's like everything's just Don't get running. Me started. Yeah, just, you're talking about companies that I was in the university sphere right. at that time. Mm-hmm. Every computer is running Windows XP, but then they yeah. they switched because they got hit with this in 2017. They yeah. got hit with this virus. I think it's called So Sorry or something. Okay, or like I'm. So sad or something. Cry me a river or some shit. Yeah, wanna cry or something. Wanna cry is called wanna cry. I think that's what it was. Wanna cry. It's like (laughs) a little taunt. Because there was no no security support from Microsoft for Windows XP. Yet China was continuing. I'm talking about my university was using this shit in 2017. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They eventually, because of this security vulnerability, switched it over to something, which you can go to the next picture. Yeah. um, Called San Leoling. Oh man, San Leoling's my Dude, nightmare. Let me tell you about San Leoling. Oh, I, I took this little photo with the, from Google. I thought mm-hmm. this was apps because it's on fire. Now, San Leoling was a. This is hilarious to me. I did a little research about this. Yeah. Because I've dealt with the software for so long. If you go to China and you use any Windows computer there, they're going to have San Leoling, either the browser or the OS, yeah. the operating system. So. San Leo Lane came out in like 2005, 2006. Mm-hmm. But before they did, they had to join the Great Firewall Project. So they basically had to sign their soul over to the devil, to the Chinese sure, government sure. to say, we will capitulate with mm-hmm. you to block whatever you want to do. So unlike like Windows XP or whatever, where you can use Internet Explorer and a VPN, San Leo Lane will hardware, or sorry, like in code, like in code block anything already preemptively sure. for the Great Firewall of China. It's like directly pipeline into the Great Firewall of China. Yeah. So you ain't getting around anything with San Leo Lane. Now, number two, mm-hmm. before they even made a browser or an OS, it was actually just anti-malware software, sure. but it was malware. Yes. If you go on any of the Chinese uh, articles that I was reading, it was a piece of malware from the get-go, yeah. and it got so bloated. It's yeah. so insane that when my university switched over to San Leoling, they used the anti-malware thing, they used the browser, and they used the operating system. It would come up with, like, softcore porn ads sure, all the in, the uni- in class to the point where the kids didn't even notice. It was just shit all over the screen. It was yeah. just viruses. Uh, let me put it into layman's terms. First of all, if you can see the logo for San Leoling, it's just a knockoff of the Internet yeah, Explorer sort of logo, screen. except it's green. It's supposed to be an all-in-one antivirus thing. It's free, okay? Mm-hmm. 99.9% of the computers and the people I know in China installed this on there, okay? Yeah. The San Leoling thing. Because it's a whole suite of everything you yeah. could ever need. It's got special translation tools built into it. Right. It's got special ways to write Chinese and stuff built into it. It's got all sorts of things built in. It's like an all-in-one. You get a fresh install of a computer, you install this, and it's got everything you'd ever need. Correct. Right? Including its own browser, like you said, and all that kind of thing. But it's bloated, it's rubbish, it's full of, you know, malware. Like, it's just the worst of the worst. So it's it's a completely different ecosystem is what we're trying to say. Yeah. And the way China runs, the companies run their networks and stuff is very amateur. It's as if, I don't know if you ever went to like a LAN gaming back in the 90s like I used to do. That's kind of how China runs its big companies. It's just a bunch of ad hoc crap stuck together and it works with like chewing gum and wire. And that's it. Yeah. So it's not surprising that something as important as high-speed rail timetables would be, you know, linked to Flash. Well, I have a double whammy of why that happened as well. Mm. And the problem is because the rest of the world knew about the Flash shutdown. Sure. I mean, no one's using Flash anyway yeah. because, yeah. like we said, if you're not computer savvy, China is using Flash because they, they're so slow to change the things. Yeah. And it's partially due to censorship and the Great mm. Firewall of China. The way things just don't progress. Yeah. And actually, because of censorship, that's why China fell victim to the whole timetable mishap with uh, mm-hmm. with uh, Flash. Yeah. Because the rest of the world got the news, 
on tech blogs, GitHub, all this kind of stuff. And then at the same time, China had blocked all the news. It was all censored. So it didn't penetrate the Chinese internet. Yeah. So the people didn't know that Flash was going down. So they could have prevented all of this. Yeah. You know, there's warning ahead of time. That's it. Because they were disconnected. It's so, such a disconnected thing. Yeah. And they rely so much on Western technology. I know a lot of people don't think this, but China really does. When it comes to uh, software and operating systems for their phones and for their yeah. computers, they keep trying to make their own homegrown stuff. Like, you know, Huawei made that Harmony mm-hmm. OS. Mm. It's own, It's just Android. Yeah, it's, just, it's not new. It's just vanilla open source Android that they've added some skins to. It's Still, they rely on Western software and technology to run everything. Sure. And the chips and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, we thought this was quite relevant because this is very much what China is all about. Chabador, let's run important systems off of garbage secure security vulnerability software and this is what happened yeah. it actually shut down their rails and the fact that they actually had to scramble and install pirated versions older pirated versions of flash in order to get their train timetable up and running again it just shows you just how ridiculous it is it, for those of you saying there's no such thing as a pirated version of flash we're not saying it was illegal because i know flash is free i understand sure. the point is it was a like a hacked cracked version yes. to make it work in the old version absolutely yeah so anyway we're peaking quite a bit oh we are yeah let's just move the mic okay a little bit okay peaking duck peaking duck all right um should we do super chats before the next part i think we should let's do some super chats before we continue on right guys um stick around for the uh worldview one trust me it's it's interesting maudi mighty actually we have more soft power oh we do so stick stick around for more soft power (laughs) maudi mighty (laughs) nihao washijana darin um the ccp is stinky bum okay um why do you gotta do this to me? Okay. Uh, Karim de Abreu. Chavez was a socia. There's a similar design of him, but only the eyes. And the Venezuelan government gave free tattoos of Chavez's eyes and signatures. So yeah, it wasn't too really? far off the yeah, mark. Free tattoos? Off. Is that for like all those college kids that go fly down there to live their socialist dream? Yeah, I think if they end up in Venezuela, they're going to be quickly changing their socialist dream real fast. But they get a free tattoo as a souvenir. Very, very true. Never heard of that. I certainly don't want one. No, let's go get it. Sub, <laughs> Subtarshi, no, if we went to Venezuela, they'd probably just sell sell us to China. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's Subtarshi Sengupta, mm. what are your opinions in traveling on the Chinese high-speed rails? Uh, trains, are they better than Japan's? China tried to sell their HSR tech to my country, India, for many years, but Japan succeeded. I am going to tell you, absolutely not better than Japan's no. at all. No. Look, China's technology is newer because it's been implemented sure. recently. Um it's comfortable. Okay. When you're talking about the actual technology of the train, because mm-hmm. I've taken the high-speed rail a lot Me in too. China. Yeah. yeah, we've both taken it a lot. The train rides very comfortably, very fast. Yeah, it's, it's very efficient as far as that's concerned. But the travel experience is always oh, awful. It's not good. There's, you know, it's an unfortunate thing that in China, there's still a lack of education with a lot of the populace, especially from the more rural areas. So sure. every time you try to get on, there'll be someone sitting in your seat, even though you've got, you've paid for that seat. And there's always an argument to get them out, an old, old woman or old man. You'll have someone eating guadza, you know, those like um, sunflower seeds and mm. throwing the shells everywhere. There'll be mm. noisy kids running around and uh, people disobeying. Like, you know, you're not supposed to put your heavy luggage up at the top there. So the stewardess will have to come there and ask them to take it down. And they're all rude. And it's always a big thing. It can be quite a horrible experience, to be honest, to travel on the high-speed rail. But the technology itself is good. However, the Shinkansen in Japan, which I've traveled on a lot too, is fantastic. And the reason being is the etiquette and politeness. You're not allowed to speak on your phone. 
when you're on there. There are actually signs everywhere. So everyone's quiet. People don't make a lot of noise. It's all about making the journey pleasant for everyone. The bento boxes that you can buy in the train stations are amazing. It's part of the whole experience. You get really good food, you know? So it's an incredibly pleasant experience from start to finish on the Japanese high-speed rail. And in China, it's a struggle. You end you end up at the other side getting all feeling worn out because sure. of all the noise and the kids running around the I, nonsense. I will counter that by saying I actually rode first class on the high-speed rail because there was no more tickets left for the regular ones when I was up in Dongbei with my wife. Yeah. And I rode in the first class train. There's only like six seats or something. And one of the people was the mayor of Changchun, which is the city I was leaving. That's interesting. Um, that was quiet. I've been in the first class, but what kind of train was that? Because you know, like the CRH, yeah. Yeah. but the the one between uh, Shenzhen and Guangzhou, for instance, they've got a first class. It's called first class. No, the one in Dongbei is crap. much nicer than the one in Guangzhou. Yeah. It's I guess much it's, a, newer. it's a different thing. Yeah. It's newer. Well, it, it was back then. My mm. point is, agree with you. Mm. Um, it is still because it's quite affordable on the normal normal class tickets, mm. um, which I usually went on. Obviously, I'm sure. not made of money. Sure, but uh, that was pretty miserable. In that it's just like a slight upgrade of a normal train that sure. goes fast. Mm. But I'll rank them. China was here. Uh, Germany was number three for me. Mm -hmm. uh, Japan is number two for me. Number one for me is Taiwan. And oh, I'll tell okay. you why. It's almost as quiet and nice as Japan's. The mm -hmm. bento boxes are just as good, and it's much cheaper than Japan's. Right. <laughs> so that's why I, I get it. Actually, I've been on the Taiwan one, but yeah, it's, of course. it's so limited. convenient. It is, yeah. yeah. You can go from Taipei to Kaohsiung in a few in a couple hours. Yeah. You know, it and you stop nice. off like 14 stops in between. So you can yeah. get off at any city in Taiwan, pretty much, except for the East Coast. It's pretty cool. It is really nice. It's still, I still prefer the Japan one, but I agree with you. It's sure. really, really good. The Taiwan one is fantastic. Uh, yeah cool let's do this real quick mark little okay. thank you very much uh jay man nice guy uh, oh oh by the way i just wanted to add you know the high speed rails one more thing is that um they don't stop selling tickets once the seats have run out they sell standing room tickets so you yeah might... but i would i didn't want to buy that no i'm, I'm oh, saying, saying that but yeah. you let's just say you do get a seat and you mm. sit there you have people with their ass oh, pressing that. up against your face because they're all crowded. I also hate aisle. when people take your seat. They have a standing ticket, but they'll yeah. take your seat. They do it all the time. Yeah. Every time. Like, almost. I, I'll say, okay, I'll be fair. Maybe 70% of the times I took the high-speed rail, there was someone in my seat. And yeah. there has to be an argument. Always. You know? <laughs> because they're like, so what? You can sit no. wherever you want. No, like, oh, I'm, I'm like, old. No. I'm blah, blah. And they're like, then you feel bad. <laughs> yeah, sure. And you're like, gosh, no, 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 no. Yeah, you have to understand the, that, that type of person. They're made out of steel. You don't yeah. need to feel bad for them. They're, the, they're like the hardest. <laughs> yeah, they, they, you feel bad, but they don't feel <laughs> no, bad. No, they don't feel anything. <laughs> Not the lost They'll generation. They'll destroy the world and they don't care. Yeah. We're talking about the lost generation. The lost generation, yeah. Uh, anyway, this guy says, been binging on your old videos. Your wives are beautiful, but I think Winston and C Milk are more like married couple yourselves. <laughs> I guess anyway. All right. Uh, thank you very much. And thank mm. you for the anime person without a name. All right, let's okay. move on to the next So the next part two. of, uh, okay, soft power. Oh, yeah, this... How, how about you start off with this? Because this makes me angry. Yeah, I mean, with that logic, it's, it's like you're saying that I'm happy that this is happening. No, but maybe you can articulate yourself better because I'd be just angry. All right, for, for the national defense of my country, please pay attention. Obviously, you already know this stuff. Sure. <laughs> but if for some reason you didn't, if you're watching, yeah. um, China just bought a island, a small, very small island in the Bahamas called Bird K. Mm-hmm. And Bird K is actually on the route of the U.S., some of the most important U.S. naval exercises. Right. And so it's just to, to spy. Yes. <laughs> so Why Bahamas, would you want to buy the Bird K? The Bahamas is not part of the U.S., unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So they were like, all right, fine. 
Sure. So they bought that. That is something to watch out for. Mm. Um, I saw that on, actually a friend of mine sent that to me. Yeah. Um, perhaps more importantly, there is that, X, is he an X? Yeah, he's XPLA, People's Liberation Army. I believe he's a general. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong. All right. Uh, so People's Liberation Army dude, we'll call him yeah. a dude from China. Sure. He, uh, he's a military dude and he bought 200 square miles of Texas. Okay. Because you just sell... Because that's what you do. You sell your land to a foreign This is what military. you do, America. This is, I'm so proud of my country right now. You just take your land and you sell it to an, uh, literally an enemy government. Yeah. Like an entity of an enemy government. Right? <laughs> sure. This is not some rich dude that wanted to buy a piece of Texas. This is someone connected to the People's Liberation Army. Sure. Bought a 200 square mile piece of Texas. Mm. And they just put in a commercial size runway. Mm. Now, why do you speculate that someone would do this? Well, it's very easy to smuggle things in and out. Or people. people. I mean, Jack Ma has used this, by the way. Here's the thing. There's no customs there, right? I doubt it. I mean, you could skirt customs, theoretically. I'm thinking, because it's private land, and correct sure. me if I'm wrong, I mean, they're probably something like people... I mean, you they, have to... If they land there, they're probably not allowed to leave as mm. property, let's just say. Correct. But how easy would it be to bring people, anyone in or out, spies escaping, bringing spies in... Uh, smuggling out important senses. I mean, you'd goods. have to think that intelligence is watching this. I'm sure, but still, it's, it's still absurd that a PLA general, ex-PLA general, you're never actually ex-PLA. You're not ex... If you're part of the Chinese government, you're not ex-anything. Yeah, you're part of the Chinese unless government. Unless you're right. like a, a clerk or something. Or yeah, you work or for unless one you're of a dissident. Dump- sure. But I'm talking about yeah. like if you just work for one of the departments in that does city management sure. or something. Sure. But we're talking about the military here, yeah. guys. This guy has contacts, obviously. You don't just wash yourself of all your no, contacts. You can't. And because it's so ingrained in everything you do and your family and everything back home, they can put pressure on you. Yeah. You know? So you've got an ex PLA general opening up a, an airstrip in a massive piece of land that he's bought in Texas. Right. I mean, just think of it, take any other nationality, say take a u.s military general mm. do you think china would let him buy a huge swath of land and put in a private airstrip and uh, you know that kind of thing i don't think so you know what <laughs> let's I mean? go by that is literally like us okay yeah. like i think you guys know out there if we went to china we would be disappeared okay mm. or jailed right? yeah yeah probably wouldn't know about us unless they use this as a chess piece sure now my point is if we went to let's say we went to xinjiang because xinjiang is about the same size as texas yeah and we called up the Chinese government or whatever, and like, first of all, you can't buy land, but let's just pretend you can. Yeah. Give me a 200 square mile plot of land, CCP. And they're like, all right, cool. Yeah. And we're like, you're not allowed to like come and come here. By the way, we're going to put a commercial airport here. And they're like, okay, cool. (laughs) That's the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So get that through your head, guys, Mm -hmm. the audience out there. I hope people are watching. Obviously, if it's public information, intelligence is watching this. My point is, how is this allowed to happen to begin with? I know. That's what I'm curious about. Because... Who's to say it isn't the Chinese government that gave him the money to buy this anyway? It, right. it very well could be. It's, it's just, it's too ridiculous in this day and age, in this current climate, that this kind of thing is allowed to happen. Yeah. I, I'm right. just saying. Right. Anyway, it is what it is. We'll see where it goes. If the world just keeps selling itself okay. to China, then it's just going to all belong to China. It doesn't matter. You know? Yeah. Anyway, well, let's we'll not be defeatist about that. It's, no, no, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. That's what we're here for. We're not going to let it happen. We're going to try our best to shine a light. On this kind of thing. So hopefully the people that are involved in all this can scrutinize. Please, please do something about this, yeah. guys. This is my country. I care about it very deeply. <laughs> exactly. So uh, let's do two or three Super Chats. Sure. And we're going to move on to Worldview, which, guys, it's, uh, it's an interesting one. 
uh, today. Cool. Uh, just frame note. What do you guys think about the yaoi made of you guys? What is yaoi? Yaoi. Is oh, yaoi. Oh, it's Japanese. A yaoi is like a gay fantasy manga or something like that. I don't think or anyone, anime. I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone's, anyone's made, made that, that for. A, if they did, yeah, they need to get better yeah, taste. It's terrible. There's a much better looking men to make <laughs> yaoi. Yeah, yeah. Yaoi. I, yeah. Need, I learned something new. Yeah. Uh, Jeremiah Barry. I'm, I now I know why I don't know what that is. <laughs> you know, I used to run those uh, Japanese magazines and right, stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So that's why. It's I know like what hentai it is. or whatever. It's kind of like gay hentai. Oh, okay. But no, it's oh. more like uh, yeah. I'd like to see it if it exists. Yeah. I highly doubt it. Jeremiah Barry, newer versions of COVID-19 strains in South Africa, Brazil, and Great Britain. What Would you have any thoughts or insights on this? Well, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I, I do have some thoughts and insights on this. Um, obviously, I, my parents are in South Africa, and, so, uh, and my fam, lots of my family and friends, they've all been really hit with it because South Africa is under serious lockdowns now. It's really crappy. But why is it that it's acceptable for the whole world to say the UK strain of COVID and the South African strain of COVID and stuff, but we can't say the Chinese virus or the chinese covid why can't we say that it came from china but we can't say it's chinese but we're okay it's okay to label it the uk uh covid and the south african covid and the brazilian covid that's fine it's bullshit it's double standards you see we can just say whatever we want yeah i'm just saying no but you can't though no no i'm saying how about yeah exactly because when people say the chinese covid or the chinese flu or wuhan flu or whatever they're immediately labeled racist. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what. How about this? South Africa is like 80, 90% black. Okay. So to call it the South African um, virus or the South African strain of COVID, that's very racist because now you're racist against an entire country of black people. That's right. really not good. Don't do that. Right. How about that? Yeah. Sounds you know? good. I think that that should fly Also, in the if face. you're using it in a race. With, so, for example, like in the mm-hmm. beginning, if you're saying that you're a Chinese virus, that's racist. Yeah, yeah. You if don't say that to using, a person. If you're using it in the correct context, <laughs> yeah. I don't see what the problem is. If yeah. you're being racist with it, then you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Right? So yeah. just don't do that. It's not. But, hey, we have names. We've said this before. Spanish flu, Ebola, all that. It's because of where it came from. Sure. So it should be called the Wuhan virus or right, you know or the chinese virus, virus. Or whatever like yeah. call it what you want yeah right. but i'm just saying Stoke like that's that's my insight as for the actual strains well you know this is the unfortunate thing about a virus like this it will learn to survive and it will continually adapt just like the flu does. thankfully the vaccine does work against the current strain yeah and well if we're lucky this vaccine will stamp things out but yeah. uh, in all honesty it's probably like a lot of people have said it's probably just another thing that the world's going to have to deal with for the rest of time you know, just like the flu. all this time. You know, yeah. We'll probably be able to vaccinate against it much more effectively throughout the years, to be honest. Sure, just kind of like you get a flu shot. Sure, sure, which is great. Get a get a, a Wuhan flu shot. Sure. Weeb mm-hmm. Rat 94. Uh, hey, guys, I was thinking about marrying a rich Chinese... This is Guanxi Corner. Oh, thinking okay. about marrying a rich Chinese girl. Oh, let me let me put that up. Guanxi Corner, where we yeah. talk about uh, people's relationships. We and, haven't used that in a while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is a Guanxi Corner question. Yeah. Hey, guys, I was thinking about marrying a rich Chinese girl and using her money to tricycle <laughs> <laughs> East Asia and then turn on other foreigners living there or who have lived there for the CCP yay or nay I'd suggest against it I I think if you could go back in time it's probably a poor move yeah and you just stick with what you're doing maybe expand a little bit be true to yourself be true to yourself yeah right yeah yeah Okay. It's about all the advice I can do that. Uh, we'll continue after. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, worldview. This is where we talk about what's happening in the world, but specifically with regards to China. Now, today's one has a lot to do with 
the the video I'm releasing tomorrow, actually, believe mm. it or not. But it's just coincidence because I made a video about you get see, ready to get shut down. Yeah, exactly. You see the the woman behind us there is yeah. very famous. Her name's Lisa Chi. Okay, and she's an influencer. She's got massive amounts of like massive you amounts can't of followers. Imagine. Like, you can't imagine in China. But even on YouTube, Here she's too. got 14 million subscribers. Even, is that more than that? Yeah, it's 14 million. Wow. That's like top tier. Yeah. It, on YouTube, but in China, it's like multitudes more. Okay. Right. And uh, anyway, the, the whole thing behind this, if you watch my video tomorrow, you'll find out a little bit more that it's not what it seems. It's actually just a bunch of bullshit, to be honest. Um, but it's nice. It's like a fairy tale. I got nothing. We got nothing against these issues, right? No, no. no. It's beautiful uh, I, I think the videos are very well put together. Uh, it shows um, traditional Chinese culture that doesn't exist anymore. Sure. But it shows what China was like, could mm-hmm. be like. But sure. It's like a fairy tale. It's like it's a, a fantasy. Glamorized setup. I mean, look so, at the flowers and stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. It doesn't look like this. But no, no. It's, it's, it's a, a good fa- fantasy. It's a, fa- it's a fantasy. Nice. Thing. Nice yeah. to watch. And it's very well shot. Yeah. Uh, anyway, fact of the matter is, she made a uh, video recently where she made kimchi, yeah. basically, or pao cai, you know, which is pickled vegetables yes. in, in Chinese, in, in China. Now, China does have a lot of traditional pickled vegetables, right? That is sure. part of, of course, pao cai is, is yeah, a thing, yeah, especially in Sichuan. And it actually tastes good. I like pao cai like is like pao such a thing, like pickled. Yeah. Uh, what are those? Uh, They're like the beans and yeah, yeah. jiaozi and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Fact of the matter is she made this this video which got like millions and millions and millions and millions of views, billions of views, who knows, tons of views, <laughs> okay? Billions, yeah, yeah. No, close to a billion views. Okay? <laughs> yeah, if you count up everything altogether, sure. especially after this controversy. But anyway, this so, baby shark? <clears throat> yeah, she got tons and tons of views. Um, but when they shared it, she shared like hashtag Chinese food, right? <clears throat> now, the thing is, what she was making in the video is actually Korean kimchi. Mm-hmm. Which you guys are okay. familiar with. Yeah, I'm sure everybody, everybody knows kimchi, yes. right? A little spicy. So this started a, a little bit of a war because I don't know if you've met Korean people. I'm talking to you. You have. I'm talking to you out there. But kimchi is like a national pride. It's a point of pride. Kimchi is like, I don't know how to explain. Put on the next slide and you'll show how important it is. Okay, let's see. Next slides are coming. This next slide is coming. Here or it comes. It could be the slide after that. Okay, no, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, there, yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> What is it? It's a UNESCO Intangible Cultural Heritage. It's literally, you know, UNESCO is heritage sites, so like the Grand Canyon and stuff. Yeah. It's that. Yeah. Kimchi is that. For it's Korea. Korea. Yeah. It is Korea. It is like Korea's most yes. important cultural export, right. except for Gangnam Style or whatever. Let's not be disrespectful <laughs> okay. by the way we got gangnam style to run on a super nintendo yeah yeah that's, uh, that's another story yeah, that's for another really time cool. that's really anyway cool. yeah it says kimchi is korean but it belongs to everyone because yeah. it's that important i love kimchi by yeah, the way that's really good yeah I, I like kimchi too anyway the fact of the matter is koreans are very proud of kimchi as part of their culture why don't you roll the next clip while yeah. we talk about it okay people yeah. have something to look at yeah let's let's do that we're gonna we roll. actually made kimchi with north korean people yeah we we met up with north korean people what you're seeing right now is the north korean border with china yeah and we actually rode up there and met north korean Mm -hmm. i mean they live in china but they're north korean ethnic people yeah and they taught us how to make kimchi yeah which was really fun so you know they're so sweet those people yeah they were lovely it was kind of weird they were christian as well yeah actually they message me sometimes still like crypto christians or whatever they call um and that's us we're a little thinner couple of years ago hey, um, two or three years yeah, ago not too bad yeah a couple of years ago yeah yeah this is northern china yeah. yeah anyway up in northern china what we're trying to get at here is that it sparked a war mm-hmm. okay online with netizens which 
basically has now the Chinese 50 cent army and the Chinese nationalists are going out there and saying, no, kimchi's Chinese. Yeah. And Koreans are like, shut up. Shut up. It's Korean. And then China's like, no, it's China. And so it's created this well, absolute ridiculous storm. A lot of people have been recommending we talk about this. Now, the mm. problem is what you're seeing right now is these are ethnically Korean people. Yes. So technically they would be part of North Korea if that was the land grab situation. Sure. Sure. The thing is China... What they say is, and these women are just Korean. Yeah. They, they believe that they're just Korean. They speak Korean. They can speak Chinese too, but they, yeah. and they're being PC with us on camera. Yeah. But off camera, they're just Korean. Yeah, people. off camera, they were like, you know. They're just Korean. Yeah. They go to South Korea too to like yeah. practice their religion and stuff sure. sometimes. Sure. Anyway, my point is, the subgroup of the minority Koreans that live in China that have Chinese passports and stuff and ID cards, they identify as Chinese. Sure. Although some of them, or I mean as Koreans, some of them might identify as Chinese as well. But the thing is, by and large, they retain their, their Korean culture. So That's when correct. Chinese people are saying that it's Chinese, what they're actually saying is the pao tsai that she's making, the Korean kimchi, because the Chinese Koreans make it too, that means it's Chinese. Right. You know how China likes to latch on to everything, right? Well, I mean, our Chinese yeah, thing. I've got a, an example of that, and that is Sichuan cuisine. You know, exactly. They go on, oh, it's a woman to you know Sichuan size okay. like hanla, you know all this, and you know the young nigga They love like the chilies, and it's all. Yeah. It's basically like their cultural identity in Sichuan is that they eat chilies. Yeah. And that it's the most Chinese Sichuan thing ever. Sure. And when you actually point out to them that chilies is a new world food that came from the States. <laughs> I used to troll people and they used so mad. They're like, no, it's not. It's our ancient time, 5,000 years of history. I'm like, no. You it's know? a new world food. And I can point out exactly when chilies was introduced I know to China. The like that came over. A couple hundred years ago yeah. or whatever. And they're like, but no. You know, and you're like, but yes, but yes, there was the no same. chili pepper. Yeah, it's the same with a lot of things like corn and tomatoes mm -hmm. and things, sure. which come from. Dongbei people will yeah. tell you all day that corn is an ancient Chinese cuisine. Yeah, it's ancient no, Chinese, like sorry. stone, not that corn, it matters. Cornbread stuff that they make right. and stuff. It's like no, dude, you got to understand that that came from the West and it came from the West fairly recently in history. And they're like, no, five thousand <laughs> years of history, you know. Right. Uh, so it's just kind of funny how they love to co-opt everything. That's the thing you'll find out about China is they very ignorant when it comes to history and it's got to do with the insular society and the being blocked off you know from the rest of the world so you grow up with everyone around you telling you oh Ch this is china's this belongs to china china's the center of the universe all this kind of stuff and you just kind of believe it so when the government says oh south china sea belongs to us they're like yeah it does belong to us and they say oh taiwan belongs to us yeah it does belong to us oh you know this belongs to us oh yeah it does that part of india belongs to us yes it does kimchi belongs to us we made it and they're like you know they just stand up and defend it as if it's the the pure truth because they just don't know any better i'll be honest with you yeah. you tend to you don't completely believe it mm -hmm. this is making me miss that kimchi by the way yeah, it's <laughs> it was really good it's so good and yeah. we made it yeah um well they made it you well we helped yeah by looking by, like, by, by looking learning. at them i think we like no we helped later yeah we kind of like mix things around yeah, in a bowl come on yeah. all right anyway what I was trying to say is you start to believe that stuff. You don't, like, internalize it. But you start to believe it just to make it go away. Because yeah. you hear it so often. Sure. That everything is China's. And China's the world and all stuff. And you actually... I hate... It's so weird to think about. But I, I sometimes have flashbacks about living in China. Okay. And I remember... You actually do start to believe China is the center of the universe because you're so caught off from everything. Sure. Especially when I used to live in Inner Mongolia, when I, I did, there, I had no barely any foreign friends. It was mm. all, all my friends were Chinese. I had to live a Chinese life. Yeah. And you start to just think in terms of the Middle Kingdom. Yeah. You don't think of the outside world anymore. You're yeah, cut exactly. off from it, right? Yeah. Anyway, long story short, um, mm -hmm. 
this that's where the whole kimchi thing came from go back um yeah. show what happened to your video so <laughs> i i did an shit. early release of my video which will be released tomorrow um to my patrons and i do this from time to time you know so to give them some early release and stuff and it got uh <laughs> i used as you can see here blocked in all territories this from, is a big one like a yeah. big block because I'm talking about Li Chi in my video tomorrow as part of the soft power thing, right? And it's, a, it's an interesting video. Don't worry, I don't attack her at all. I'm just no, explaining no. what it is. Um, I used less than a minute, as you can see down there, of her footage mm -hmm. or from one of her videos on YouTube. Less than a minute. And it got whacked with the copyright and blocked in all territories. In other words, all around the world. You see, blocked in all territories. It just cannot be shown. And this really pissed me off because... The amount of times my videos have been used in Chinese media without me too, yeah. asking me, and in fact in Chinese adverts and in Chinese, they take our stuff and just all use it. All of our videos you can find, except for recently, obviously, because <laughs> you know we're not that popular. But you can find a huge <laughs> amount of our videos on Chinese streaming sites where they've been completely copied mm -hmm. and just uploaded with like fake subtitles or whatever. And our People, documentaries. Yeah, documentaries too. People use our stuff all the time in China. Copyright is not a thing in China. No. They don't give a crap. That's why even the CCTV news uses footage from movies, like yep. Hollywood movies, Sound to show effects, songs. The, the PLA uses yep. the freaking, you know, yeah, Top Gun and the Hurt Locker and, and Transformers and that kind of thing, you know, in their, <laughs> in their actual <laughs> news broadcasts and their propaganda. They use anything they want. And so it just pisses me off at this hypocrisy. I use less than a minute of Lisa Chi's stuff and I get and hit. And you were still but, contexting it. Yes, I was talking over it. Mm. I was showing other clips. It's not like I just played their thing. No. I didn't use the audio or anything. No. And the annoying thing is, uh, you can see TV Asia. It, who, the person who claimed it. And it was a manual claim, by the way, because it's not just an automatically picked no. up thing. Uh, Web TV Asia, Greater China. We looked it up. It's... A Chinese company based in Malaysia, based in Malaysia that, that also has Chinese branches. Yes, that it's basically just China. Yeah. Okay, so it's China reaching out saying, "Screw you! You can't use even a smidgen of our stuff because no. we're gonna claim it's that." It's an MCN, so an MCN on YouTube basically manages channels and they mm. have to share the revenue with them. Yeah. But they also can claim anything. So usually, like when uh, if I use news footage, yeah, that news network can claim, but then. It, we just share the revenue. It still plays. Yeah. This one, this blocks everything. Yeah, look, it says it's ineligible. Cannot earn revenue because it is and blocked and it's it. blocked. No one can see it. No. Um, and it just shows you. It's just like how China likes to claim kimchi and everything else. Right. They like to claim everything like sure. just use a little bit of this and bam. Yeah. But they will use your stuff. Yeah, all not, the time. Not all bad All the time. Yeah. So how, many, how many times have our photos... Like my photo is literally used on Chinese government websites about getting married in China. Yeah. They use it all they the time. They use it all the time. I yeah. didn't say you could use that. It's literally yeah. copyrighted into my video. Yeah, and they use they keep that picture of you with you and your wife dressed up in yeah. like that traditional yeah, stuff. Yeah, they use that one all yeah, the time. Yeah, they use it. I see it all the time in like official it's articles. Recently. Yeah, very recent. So it's just this huge double standard that really pisses Massive. us off. Massive. So um, anyway, my video tomorrow, I've had to do some clever edits and hopefully it'll get around this, but I really hope that you guys can see it before it gets blocked again. Yeah. So I'll be releasing it first thing in the morning. Uh, and it is, it's a good video to watch. I think oh, I it, did a video about wolf wankers, but oh, yeah, this came out today. Definitely should see it. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was the whole kimchi thing, which is kind of ridiculous. Um, these, these women were absolutely fantastic. By the way, if you're curious, we did this episode is available on the ADV China mm -hmm. channel. We actually, what do we call it? Like life in the North Korean border or something? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's called Life in the North Korean Border. So just yeah. uh, use that use that on YouTube. Yeah, uh, you can That's watch awesome. it if you want to see us actually making kimchi with them. They're really awesome people. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's time for our Q and A, where we uh, answer your questions and you question our answers. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts, uh, Bengal Tiger, New York City. Thoughts on Biden vowing to back JP against China. Who's JP? I don't know who's JP. Don't know. Uh, um, sorry, but thank you. JP, let me think about it. Not that. self-censoring, by the way. I just no. literally don't know who JP is. I don't know who JP is either. Does anyone know who JP is? They'll, I'm sure they'll tell us in the chat. Michael Scott, glad I finally made the stream today. By mm-hmm. the way, can you guys explain why surrogacy is illegal in China? Why don't I actually write that down for you? We can actually go into that because there's a huge controversy around that right now. Yeah, well, those, those, uh, yeah. those know movie the stars, you know, they abandoned two surrogate children in the States. Yeah. That really annoys me. That well, we birth, can talk about that in the next episode, actually. Birth tourism is a huge thing in the States for Chinese people. There are companies set up right. specifically to help you have a kid here in the U.S. I've made a video all about that. Right. Strangely enough, people accuse me of that, but I didn't do that. I didn't come here for a, a holiday, have a kid, and fly straight back to China. I actually came to work and live here, and then Sasha randomly got pregnant. Yeah. Anyway. Um, good story. Just, just thought <laughs> um, I'd throw that in. JP there. is Japan. Oh, it was some people saying it was Jake Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Biden's backing Jake Paul against China. So backing Japan against China. Yeah, I mean it's our ally. It's what is anyone surprised? It would I be a huge think China made a big miscalculation. Yeah, um, huge, huge. Because they were pushing to get rid of Trump. Right. The whole time they tried all sorts of dastardly ways to try and push him out of office. And whether any of those worked or not doesn't matter. The fact is they were celebrating. Remember they put that tweet out that was like good, good riddance, riddance or they're whatever. Like, Welcome Biden. Or yeah, whatever. I think they're going to regret that <laughs> because I think everybody who voted for it's Biden doesn't really realize what he is really. Sure. Because immediately straight off the bat, he's done a lot of things that have really annoyed a lot of people that mm-hmm. put him into office. Like sure unions and stuff sure. that put him in there have been really let down and mm-hmm. he's shut down pipelines and fracking and all sorts of things that people weren't expecting him to do because he said he wouldn't do it but hey you're dealing with politicians here man doesn't matter who you are if you're a politician you're a liar sure <laughs> you know what i mean anyway yeah. that's not we don't talk here too much about that here we can i don't really care um come on man <laughs> <laughs> come on man <laughs> gary mcbrien thank you for doing what you do that's a pleasure it's an absolute pleasure to do what we do. Um, Magna Beef says, my personal interpretation of the CCP COVID swabs, she has always had a stick up his behind. <laughs> okay. He wants to make sure everyone else does too. Mm, interesting. Probably true. Uh, case closed. That's <laughs> deep fake of Xi Jinping on my video. <laughs> it's by the so way. funny. If you only watch my Wolf Wanker video on Law 86, yeah. just do it for the deep fake of Xi Jinping. You have the baby. It's so funny. It's disturbing. It's so funny. I love it. Uh, case closed 93 you mentioned what it's like in the mainland but i heard in taiwan that there was admiration for nazis as the roc was basically fascist until the 80s ah yeah not that much i i I mean in taiwan i've seen swastikas too and in japan you can buy swastika bumper stickers yeah like that part of the world keep in mind japan was 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 allies as well so it's gonna have it's different it's different yeah Mm. it's not didn't say it was good Mm -hmm. it's shocking uh akosha Stay awesome, yep. peeps. This is your number one fan, Akosha. Nice. Thank you. Nice name drop. I like it. Mm. Uh, Michael Chan. Yep. Hey, guys. Uh, hey, there's a video called Xinjian, the future of China, that denies the accusations. Not sure if you've seen this, but what are your thoughts on this? Actually, I haven't seen that. We'll look into it. Look, there, guys, right now we're seeing a huge push 
um, when it comes to like denial of the Xinjiang camps and stuff. And if, oh, uh, Xinjiang. Yeah. I read that wrong. Sorry, because there's no G. Yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. Xinjiang, so Xinjiang. Basically, we're finding a lot of people, especially the little puppets of the CCP, are going out there and trying to say, oh, well, first of all, they say it doesn't exist. Sure. Right? And then when too much evidence comes out, then they say, oh, yeah, maybe they exist, but it's only for like some extremists. Right. And then they're like, oh, but it's not that bad. It's actually kind of like a school. You know, they go there to learn skills and stuff. So it's actually, it's it's good for them. It's teaching them skills and providing them with jobs and things. You right. Know? And the more and more evidence come out, the more and more bullshit excuses come out for it. Right. Obviously, any situation where you're kind of just locked away because of your your faith or your um, ethnicity or the way you look or, you know, because of where you were born or something is not correct. Sure. They are trying to justify apartheid, basically, in Xinjiang, where it's Han people and Uyghurs. And it is an apartheid system. I know all about apartheid. Guess why? Because I come from South Africa, believe it or not. Apartheid was a thing there. And if the rest of the world could stand up like they did against South Africa, put sanctions and basically bully South Africa into changing their ways, I believe the same should be done to China. It worked with South Africa. The outcome of what happened to South Africa, it is what it is. And you can look it up. You can see, though, that that wouldn't have changed. Apartheid wouldn't have been abolished if it wasn't for all these free Mandela, you know, college kids and all the movements and and all the big concerts around the world and the people, all the countries around the world putting massive sanctions on and condemning South Africa for sure. so long that they were forced to capitulate. Sure. That kind of thing has to start happening to China right. over the Xinjiang sure. uh, Uyghur situation. If you didn't let South Africa get away with it, you better not let China get away with it. Otherwise, that's some double standards. Agreed. Um, by the way, I need to hit back a little bit. What's that? On the chat, I, I tend I tend to glance at the chat, but I have to hit back on the about two billion comments we got saying that we're dumb because Why? we said swastikas are for Nazis, but in Asia it's a Buddhist. Symbol. No, it's the other way around. <laughs> no, it's we are not talking about the Buddha. We you think we're dumb? Think we didn't live for ten plus years in Asia? You, I know yes. the difference. Okay, you don't need first to of all, it's. It's mirror image. Yeah. The Nazi one is mirror image. It's not the one that's used in the temples and stuff like that. Second of all, the swastika the Nazis used is very, very yeah. iconic. We're talking about the it's stickers. Black it's got black and with red. With a white circle and a red flag around it. That's what we're talking about. Not yes. a random Sometimes Buddhist Sometimes Hitler temple. is on there. Yes. Not <laughs> with a literally yeah. the hand motion. Don't be dumb, guys. Don't be dumb. Stop trying to make excuses. Yes. Not even, even in Taiwan, I saw this yes. on people's scooters. Yeah, absolutely. It's just the Nazi symbol. It's, it's not just, the Buddhist one. Yeah, it's just the German Nazi party. Stop. flag okay it's definitely not the buddhist thing i get why you're confused though. yeah yeah anyway. don't worry we're not we're not as confused as you are <laughs> <laughs> you know sorry <laughs> i'm sorry it's just that's one of those know-it-all things where yeah. like you're like i heard that they have that so that i'm right and they're wrong well i mean when i first got to china i was, was like walking shocking. around and i saw like I a, google it. just a normal swatch did like a buddhist one sure. it was like near a hot spring or something sure. and it was in the pavement on the, the road i was like what the hell and then I was like, wait, but it's the wrong way around. And I'm like, okay, that's just a Buddhist symbol. <laughs> These people are called actuallys. <laughs> that's actually a thing. That's, that's pretty interesting. funny. Yeah. Uh, Amy Murphy, I'm curious if y'all do, uh, will do a take on the rumor that Tencent is eyeing doing a hostile takeover of EA or Take-Two Interactive. That wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I was working for Tencent when they had um, some of the big, big guys in. Uh, they were doing a licensing for some or other game. I think... Um, and they had some of the people that were behind uh, Metal Gear Solid 4. They were in there actually in a meeting and I got to like see them. And That's cool. I love that stuff. guy. But yeah, the fact of the matter is they are big. 
10 cents, huge. Sure. So much money. And they license all these big companies. And now they're investing in all these big companies around uh, the world. And unfortunately, it will have a detrimental effect on gaming because they're going to have to inject Chinese censorship into the games that they have a party in. Like, if they have a share in a company that's creating a game, that game will not be able to have anything bad to say about China in it. No. You know, no. or communism or whatever. They're going to take it out. Sure. So it kind of sucks that they're getting such a huge grip. And who knows? They might actually uh, take over a whole bunch of stuff. They might rule everything. Maybe. Let's they're just too much, too much money, man. That's the problem. Sure. It's too much money. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Alt Stuff TV. Love your content for years now. Always anticipate episodes on all channels. Thank you very much. Right. Owen Prescott, breaking CCP purchase area 51. <laughs> well, uh, A Tech, how does a Wuma physically get paid? I assume via WeChat, but is it is someone counting their posts to work out how much money they get? Well, the thing is, the Wuma is the voluntary ones are just they, not they get paid. paid. They get paid out of national pride. Yes, they just do it for that. The the non voluntary ones are actually ones that in the PLA buildings. That yeah, are they actually farms. they're just on a salary. They don't actually get paid per and there's, thing. There's pe- bosses in there yeah. that look at what you're doing. Yeah, but they just have a salary. Yeah. So I mean, they just called Walmart. It's the thing is when it said fifty cents per post, they're not keeping track of track of posts. I mean, they'll know if you're slacking off. Sure. sure. But you're not. They're not. They just said it works out to be sure. fifty cents per post. Mm. Uh, Franz Plagens, thank yeah. you very much. Um, Daryl S, do you want to call it? You want to call it the Wuhan virus? Dare you dare compete with, with me? me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got to bring that back. You know that we still have questions from last time that we have to yeah, answer. Let me rip but yeah, we'll just go through these quickly. Mustang sixty nine seventy five. Winston, what are you doing to lose weight? Wearing a suit that you're too fat to button up kind of defeats the purpose. Well, I can button it up. I don't understand what. Okay, it's a little tight, but I can do it. But like I said, if I button it up, it's incredibly uncomfortable. I know you to lose your head. You know. It is. It's just I don't think it looks bad with one button undone. I think it's going to be a little more casual. But, you know, what am I doing to lose weight? To answer your question, I'm just doing more exercise. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, you do, You got to realize I'm freaking 40 years old, and when you reach this age, it's not the same. You know, you have to work a hell of a lot harder. No spring buck. <laughs> no, yeah. But uh, I'll lose the weight. Chicken. You wait and see. You wait and see. Uh, Nathan87, turns mm-hmm. out there's a whole book. The chili pepper in China claims that they're introduced in the 1570s. That's fine. Still new world foods, post-1400s. Sure. In fairness, not that recent. It's not 5,000 years of history, though. No, no, no. Hmm. Okay, Nathan, I understand what you're saying. But <laughs> 1570s is still a new world food. Yeah. That's not what we're saying. We're not saying it was invented yesterday. Yeah. I'm saying that, well, you were saying that. Yeah, yeah. They're claiming that for 5,000 years they've been cooking with chili peppers yeah. and that's physically impossible. That's the thing. The ignorance is very, like, it's vast. You can speak to just your average... My wife didn't even know that. No. You know? Well, you the, the average it. The average Chinese person doesn't know that chilies did not come from China. They think it it's really always matter. been... It doesn't matter. But, no. but that's what we're saying is that it's just the average person just believes that chilies were a Chinese thing. And so these chili spicy dishes are a Chinese invention before anyone else. Right, and you can go on like Baika, like Baidu and all this mm. stuff, and you can learn the truth in Chinese, not like hidden. Yeah, but they're it's not just not it. common not knowledge. It. Yeah, it's, it's not, not common knowledge, right. yeah. JD Man, a uh, huge fan of your channels. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Buffalo Five Knives, are you still planning to hit Super Chats left on your yes. surprise? Yes, we're doing that. Yes. Still hoping to ask about my travel research plans. That's coming up, don't worry. Yeah, don't, please, please stick around. Sorry, sorry, JPN, have heard this uh, story elsewhere. U.S. dude went to China, got mugged, devoid of any money to go back home, had to make his plane ticket fares by posting, posing as a rich foreigner for a company. How likely is this story? Yeah, yeah, could happen. Mm. Um, 
I mean, it sounds a little fabricated. It sounds like he's maybe a scammer, but at the same time... It could have happened. You can do white monkey jobs to earn money, sure. Sure. Mm. Uh, Linda Hunter. Hello, fellows. Thank you, Linda. Hey. Um, oh, crap. Sorry. Sander Jersten Oswald. For worthless whips, uh, would you consider importing a cheap Chinese car and eBay turbo kit the living shit out of it? World's first CCP supermobile. Probably if we had money. We're kind of poor. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would absolutely... That would be hilarious fun. I've had my experience. I drove my Chinese car for over 10 years, didn't sure. I? Yeah. 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 So it's ridiculous. But it would be funny if we were... If someone is to give us one. Sure. But I, we can't afford to buy a brand new car and then ship it over and can't even drive We'll get it scammed anyway. Yeah, we will. <laughs> uh, massive fins. Biden didn't like about the pipeline. Lie, I guess. But he said one day he would shut down that Canadian shit. Okay. All right. Uh, Robin M. Banks. My Jew family loves you too. Jewish family, I should say. Yeah. Uh, keep fighting for human rights. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Certainly, Robin. Mm. Bengal Tiger, New York City. Mm -hmm. Do you think that India can become the next China with its regulations and political instability, even with its pop being just as poor, population just as poor as Bangladesh and having more land companies chose Bangladesh for textiles? Um, yeah, I think India has the potential for sure. Yeah. India needs to mature. Um, it does have a, a democracy. That's a good first start. Yeah, and it does, but it just does, it needs to consolidate a little bit. Yeah, it's know? tough to say. It's yeah. really tough to say. Um, very... I have a lot of hope for India. Me too, and a lot of uh, love for India too. Um, so I really hope that India succeeds. Mm. Uh, Douglas, my last super chat. F you, Google. But I remain a loyal patron and patron to both of you. Thank you. Thank, thank you so thank much. You. That really means a lot. Yeah. Uh, Sam Music. Keep it up, guys. We will. Jennifer, mm -hmm. starting to think Xi Jinping and the CCP is basically just Dr. Evil and his evil enterprise trying to take over the world for financial gain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can yeah. kind of just think about it like that for sure. Yeah. So much to deep fake that. By the way, the deep fake on my video, because I think it's illegal to is make it? deep fakes. I did not make that. That was okay. on a YouTube channel. I don't think it's illegal. Oh, okay. Uh, sick mm -hmm. lid. Hope the PLA are taught the U.S. military killed over one million Chinese soldiers in Korea. Forgetting history means you're doomed to repeat it. They're not taught that. No. Um, yeah, it's actually true. That's actually well, no, no, they're, no. they're not taught that at all. It's the no, no. I'm thinking because I went to a war museum in mm -hmm. Guangdong. Yeah. It was in Longmen actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they had it was the testament. The museum was a testament to the Chinese soldiers that fought against the Japanese, but mm -hmm. also the ones that fought the American soldiers in the Korean War. That's right. And there, the plaque said nothing about how many soldiers were lost. No, of to, course not. It's just American like evil troops. Americans, yes. evil, evil Japanese. That it was, kind of yeah. yeah. Um, Mike Huter, our man. Thanks, bro. Uh, that Texas PLA airstrip should be named Hunter International. <laughs> yes, it should. <laughs> nice. a petition. That's a cracking joke. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I just had to say that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Hong Kong, Kowloon Tong. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I met you guys in Dongwon a couple years back, a couple years ago. Well, mm -hmm. probably not, because me and Winston have never been to Dongwon together. No, no, no yeah, but yeah. I did go to Dongwon a lot, so maybe he bumped into me with a bunch. What of were you other doing people. there? Well, you know, I had friends in Dongwon. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, like um, and you just know China V and oh yeah, of yeah. course. Went up there with Tom and that crowd a few times. Anyway, not to the city. We to went to Red Bear Parks. Yeah, but we also went to Dongguan for our friend who runs that awesome restaurant, remember? Sold him a bike. Oh, yeah. Mm. I don't think we would have met. We didn't meet anyone there, though. We just met him at the restaurant. Yeah, true. Anyway. anyway um, 
I've let's, only been done one twice. Let's hit those questions from last time. Guys, uh, on uh, Friday... I didn't finish. Love how the channel has developed oh. for F the CCP. Okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Uh, I did a surprise stream um, yeah, last week, and we also had some super chats that we hadn't finished from our previous stream as well. So we're going to quickly rip yep. through these for, for you guys because the last thing we ever want is for you to feel as if we haven't answered your questions. For sure. so. Kane Ra, did you see CGTN bragging about letting a foreigner examine moon samples? Yes, you looked into we did. That, right? yeah. yeah, it's just ridiculous. Again, it proves that China still puts a huge amount of stock behind what foreigners massive, think. Massive, massive. So that's why they went to go get these moon samples, right? And they brought them back. By the way, if you see the way they check the moon samples out and stuff, it's, it's kind of very amateur and very bad considering the potential radiation and all that stuff. So if you know anything about this, you know, they didn't do it correctly. But they got a foreigner to come in and look at it as well. And to them, that adds credibility. And that's why it adds a lot of credibility to what we say about when they hire these guys to go around and do these promotional tours and stuff. It's because having a foreigner approve of something in China, endorse something in China, makes that thing so much more valuable. Sure. You know, than a, a local guy. Anyway. Someone so. said we need a round table. We would love one, but we're not made of money like we said. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days. One of these days. We'll I'll cut this up with the tools that we use for worthless whips and make yeah. it into a round table. Knights. We can be knights. Mm -hmm. Do you guys know if it's true that the Chinese provinces are not Why allowed? Why don't you read the person's name? Because it's Japanese. Yeah. So. Well, I don't know how to read Japanese. Okay. Can you read it? Francisco Peso Samueru. There you go. Francisco Peso Samuel. Yeah. Samueru. Yeah. It's like moon runes to me. Do you guys know <laughs> yeah. if it is true that the Chinese provinces are not allowed to have flags, coats of arms, anthems, or regional sim symbols? Is that if that is so? If that is so, then why? Yes, uh, you will see cities having their own uh, things, but the provinces tend to stay away from any insignia for national unity. I don't know anything kind of, about I, that. I, I do. I okay, do. yeah. I do. Yeah, I'm just saying uh, I'm, sure. a, I'm ignorant about that. So yeah, sure, it's not like the say. states. Um, mm -hmm. Although people have a lot of provincial pride, it's massive. It's actually huge. The stereotypes between provinces mm, yeah, like, in China are wild. Yeah, yeah. They, they'll say that. Like, oh, that guy's from Hunan. Oh, that, you know, that, yeah. that province is exactly. famous for that. Funan. Yeah. John Neild. I mm. uh, love the channel, guys. Have you been, have been watching all your channels? Love the work. You're both awesome. When's the story should be called them, uh, should be called them short story long. Yeah, short, short story, story long. long. It's true. Yeah. Long story short, short story long. Yeah. Jordan T. Russo. My dad went to Cape Town. He said it's nice, but scary. Sounds <laughs> accurate. Yeah. Uh, what's the best way to prove you're not working for the Chinese government? Oh, sorry. That's, yeah. That's, that is... This is now... That is from, my... Yeah. That's my thing. I copied and pasted. Yeah. Zen Master Me. So these are the ones from my video that I released because I made a video about, um, for lack of a better word, the shill, shill guys um, sure. who basically are working with the Chinese government to do promotional tours and stuff. And they got put in an article in the UK, some British ones, and... Basically, immediately, the Chinese biggest Chinese langu English language state media jumped to their defense. And not only that, tons of other Chinese state media, Chinese politicians and officials jumped to their defense on Twitter and stuff to say, no, -uh, they're not working for the Chinese government. Right. So it's like, if you're not working with or working for the Chinese government, why does the Chinese government jump to your defense immediately? It's really <laughs> dumb. You know what I mean? Lol. So they really outed themselves. So I made a quick live stream about that because it, it happened very quickly. And... Mm -hmm. um, so I wasn't able to answer the super chat, so I'm going to answer them now for you, and hopefully Simil can help me too. So what do we got here? Uh, smiling face with sunglasses. 
All right. Here's $5 from the USCIA, which we all know pays people to make videos to make China look bad. Should I have posted this publicly? Mm. <laughs> exactly. Fantastic. Lech Michelin. No, Arsch. don't read that. What? Read, okay, read it. What does it say? If You know German, right? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I speak Chinese and English. Okay. Well, Some you... Spanish. All right, never mind then. What is that? Oh, does that mean like lick my arse? <laughs> yeah. Lick. Is that what that means? Yeah, pretty is much. Is that similar to Dutch? Yeah. yeah. Very similar. Same. Lek mi arsh. Lek mi arsh. That's what it says. Okay. Anyway. Uh, recently, a Chinese game streamer starved to death amid Xi Jinping's yes. propaganda campaign says that China has eliminated poverty. That's Morta. Morta. You heard about that, yes, right? We, uh, I'm still waiting to hear exactly sure. what happened with that. But yes, look, this, this poverty thing, China claims to have overcome poverty. It's not true. Uh, poverty is still a huge issue in China. They've just... Lowered you know, the bar. They've lowered the bar big time. So yeah, yeah, we've overcome poverty because the guy earns. When like, the poverty standard here in America is like thirty dollars a day or something, the yeah. average person, and then the poverty standard in China is like ninety cents a day. Yeah. You can kind of come to the conclusion yourself. Yeah. They keep lowering the standard of what poverty means. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you understand, people, poor people in China are not getting more money, like yeah. by and large. Yeah. It's still a horrible life. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, it's an unfortunate situation, and you do get situations where people are too poor to deal with their health problems or you know just just general general life, and people die because of being poor. And this may very well be one of those situations. And we're gonna look, we're gonna look into that. You, you're everyone's yelling at you about Lech Arsh. It's a Mozart song. That's great, but it's not though. <laughs> it is. I just googled it. It's good. Well, I'm just calling it the other way around. <laughs> okay, but I did just Google it. All right, my my ignorance on on display. I'm more than happy to accept that. Um, sorry, I just yeah, had to throw anyway, it in. Yeah. Uh, Ute Moss Fessel says pair character jumping up and down, saying number one fan. Obviously, the <laughs> yeah. stickers when I yeah yeah him, yeah. Over, yeah that's text. great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. David, very insightful, by the mm. way. David, uh, in memory of Dr. Li Wenliang, continued yes. economic prosperity of China. Yeah, mm-hmm. for the people. Yes, for the people, not for the CCP. Danis de Sousa, I lived in China. I knew about the Xinjiang situation before the Xinjiang people, uh, born people that were living in other provinces due to censorship. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, you know, this, this thing about Xinjiang, I've known about it for years, actually. But it's always been kind of mm, the rumors or hush-hush. You know, you heard about they forced... They were forcing the Uyghur people to uh, shave their beards and they're forcing mm-hmm. them to eat pork and mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, drink alcohol and stuff. You heard about all that I stuff, did. right? And you're like, come on, this can't be right. And they're like, no, they're trying to like de-radicalize them and stuff. So you hear about it, but you hear about it in drips and drabs. Yeah. And there's a reason why it took the longest time, uh, especially for us to actually talk about it at all, is because we have always talked about things that we've experienced ourselves sure. so when it comes to china we can talk about how the government works because we've experienced the government we've both been involved in some way with government officials and been to government dinners and seen how the corruption works firsthand mm-hmm. you know had to deal with living in a place where the government rules are always changed so it's always based on our own personal experiences and so not having had experience with xinjiang actually going there we know Xinjiang people, we've met Xinjiang people, but not having gone there and seen it for ourselves, we've always been reluctant to talk about it. But it's reached a point now where we've spoken to enough Xinjiang people, the evidence is there that we're fully willing to talk about it. You know? That's why on my video, I specifically interviewed a mm. Uyghur person from yeah. Xinjiang. Exactly. Otherwise, you know, what do, what do I know? Mm. Dee Dee Smith, funny how my Chinese girlfriend likes Trump and her sister likes Biden. 
Hmm. Numinous thought. Thank you. Thank you for everything you do, Lorenz. Pleasure. Uh, Lorenzo. It seems to me she is cool, personal. I don't know him personally, but that they again, he just doing his job. Okay. Very insightful. Thank <laughs> nice. you very much. Twiggy the li- I don't know anyone that thinks Xi Jinping is cool. Not even Chinese people. They don't no. think he's cool. No, they don't. Uh, Twiggy the lizard. All hail our CCP approved President Joe Biden. Okay. Lisa. Okay. They're not going to approve of him very long, it seems. No, that's for sure. Yeah. Lisa Ruthless. I wonder if sometimes, that's a cool name. Mm. Sometimes these people are coerced because China has some dirt on them. Absolutely. They, she's talking about the shills. Oh, that actually ties in. My, uh, I have a relative. Yeah. A shout out to, I won't name name names. Yeah. Um, but she had a question. Yeah, let's read the question because it actually is the same it kind is the of same question, question. So go for it. Um, she had a question for us about the, because she grew up in the Soviet war time, mm. Cold War era. Mm. She was talking about kind of how like back then you would have people that were in the Soviet Union, maybe from the US or the West. Yeah. And they were coerced into making material that was pro-Soviet mm. Union for propaganda. Yeah. yeah. So she was saying, is that the kind of the same thing like for, for Jayo and Barrett and Nathan Rich and all these people? Yeah. Are they coerced by the government to do this uh, against their will? Otherwise, maybe they can't leave or something like that. No, I, I honestly think they're incentivized sure. to do what they do. They realize that it's a path to success and it's also a survival mechanism. When you are living in China, you realize that you walk in a fine line as a foreigner and especially a foreigner who's putting things online as like a kind of an independent journalist in a way Mm -hmm. it's illegal you're not actually supposed to do that because i know okay i'm the first guy to do it and there's a reason i'm the first guy to do it it was a huge risk i knew it and everyone else that does it knows it you're going to go online and start putting out videos about what's happening in china and what's going on number one i didn't have a journalist visa okay so I'm not, a, I'm not a journalist, and what I am doing can be seen as journalism, which can get me into a huge amount of trouble. Number two, you don't know how the Chinese government is going to react to a foreigner talking about what's happening in China because they're so tight-fisted about the control over censorship and what can be said, what can be shown to the world. They are very careful about not losing face. So I knew I was taking a massive risk. I did it anyway. And after I did it, other people saw, oh, look, there's a guy doing it. So I guess it's, it's fine. I can do it too. So in a way, I opened the floodgates for these guys. There was no one doing it before. And I know why. Because I was the first guy. I know how, how, how difficult it was to do it. But once you're doing it, you realize when the eyes come on you. Because when you're small, no one cares. But when you start to get feedback from Chinese people, and especially from like a big audience of Chinese people, you realize... Right now, you've got a lot of eyes on you, a lot of nationalist eyes. And if you take one wrong step, those are the kind of people that will run to the police and report you, okay? And it happened to people. Um, George's from China Nonstop was making some critical videos about China. What happened? A Wu Mao figured out where he worked, got him fired, got the police to take him in. They had a big talking to him, and they forced him to make positive videos videos about China. So all of a sudden, his videos that were kind of critical, and then one day it's like, wow, Chinese family unit's amazing. Wow, China's great for this, China's great for that. And you're like, wait, something's not right here. But it was too late because at the end of the day, they still decided to deport him, which they did. So you see, when you're in that situation, when you realize that a one misstep can be a, a bad thing, you want to defend yourself, build up some kind of defense by being incredibly positive because you think... I'm helping the image of China. I'm helping China. Mm -hmm. So if I help China that much, 
surely they'll look after me and they will not want to kick right. me out. They will not want to stop my lifestyle. That's right. On top of that, you have this incentive because the nationalist Chinese audience is incredibly loyal. So if you release a video, whether they watch it or not, they'll still go to click it, thumbs up it, leave a comment, do what they need to do for the algorithm for YouTube just to push your video, right? And share it out and do whatever mm. they need to do. They mm. will do that. Even if they don't care about the video, they can't understand it, they don't like it because they know it's helping the image of China. Right. So what you'll find is you'll find someone that can release absolute garbage. Um, like the Barrett guys released a video the other day where the, the, Barrett, the young Barrett's like, I didn't realize tea was a big thing in China. <laughs> You know, I know we British people drink tea, but I didn't think it was a big thing until I came here. Wow. How dumb do you have to be? China, I mean, tea comes from China. If you don't know your history, if you don't know that China's got anything to do with tea, you, you don't deserve to be saying anything about the country. But you know what I mean? These people, they go out and be positive. They see a lot of um, uh, rewards for doing that. First of all, their lifestyle is... Uh, secured. Second of all, they get a lot of attention, get flown around to do all these stupid get money things. They get yeah, they get money and remuneration. But more importantly, they get that loyal nationalist audience, and it pushes them to keep going on and on and on. But like we saw in the case of the Georges, he was coerced into making positive videos. He was. They made him do. They that. made him do that, but then eventually they kicked him out anyway. It was just too late. They obviously went back and decided, now nah, let's just get rid of it. Well, that. I mean, they also get something useful out of it. Yeah, absolutely, they did. So that's the answer to that question. It's because of incentive. Yeah, thank you. Cool. Um, <laughs> Dee Dee Smith says, a little something from Jaya and Quayla for you. This is becoming a meme where apparently our subscribers are taking money that would have otherwise been given to them, <laughs> giving it to us. Appreciate okay. <laughs> Liberator 2142. Here's to hope you reach a million subs soon. Thank you. I doubt it, but it would be it would be nice. Hey, cumulatively between all of our channels because we're all yeah. family. Yeah, we that's true. Well over a yeah, we do actually. If you put in ADB China and yeah. your channel, yeah. Chocolate and vanilla swirl. Thank you mm. for expose the CCP and United Front. It's a pleasure. Jerome Boramia, love your videos on China CCP and ADB China. I hope to catch or branch branch out in your video topics as they seem CCP and China centric lately. Yeah, I mean, you'll see more branching out, don't worry. But uh, we have to focus on what's important in the world right now. As Lido Ritteris, thank mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. um, Stephen Williams, mm -hmm. it's always nice to see you exposing corruption. Thank you for taking on these propagandists. Absolutely. Buffalo Five Nice. Hi, Winston. I'm hoping one day to do a research project in mainland and would like to get your unique perspective on some advice in the future. Is there a good way to reach out? I wrote you on Reddit about five months ago. Actually, that's instead of us saying email addresses, mm -hmm. Buffalo Five Nice. Uh, why don't you message him on Reddit again? Because I'll, yeah. we'll just right after this, he'll check it. Yeah. Because yeah. see, we haven't checked it in a long time, but obviously. I, you yeah. have to understand that, uh, you know, especially I, I get a lot of messages and I get messages on Facebook. I get messages yeah. on Reddit. I get messages through um, the inbox thing on on. We get like YouTube. 50 a day. So, no, I, I get hundreds sometimes a day and I try my best to keep up with it. I really did for the longest time, but it just gets away from you. And when you see that inbox with like, Five, six hundred unread yeah, messages. Yeah. It just gets to a point where you're like, I just can't do it. Sure. I just can't do it. So, but we'll know what to look out. So the, I'll be honest with you. The one way that it, the, the one thing I always do is I, I reply to my patron messages. I'm not trying to sure, incentivize sure, sure. you. I'm not trying to incentivize you to get over to patron. But if you wanted to really get yeah, we answer those every morning. Yeah, that's part of the routine is to answer the the patron messages. Ugara Arkin, mm -hmm. thank you. 
Jeremiah Barry, do you think each individual that speaks out will have triple or more the, that amount tried to repress those that do? Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Renato ZM, thank you. Appreciate thank your work. Uh, Buffalo Five Nice says he'll be listening on Thursday. Yeah, thank here you, you go. Watch um, his early days. I, I, you know, since you've made the effort, I just want to take a look at his original thing about um, research well, I, project in mainland China. I just got to say that it's it's fascinating. If you there's nothing wrong with going to China to have a holiday or to go and research something or whatever. It's a fascinating time. You'll have an adventure. It really is interesting. But it's always very important to understand the the place you're in, you know, sure. so that you can make sure that you don't make any mistakes. Sure. Uh, uh, Evan F. Rao, thank you. K. Booty, this is back to our our current questions. Yes. Uh, Games GameStop didn't kill itself. <laughs> Trey Haney, yeah. Harold Ford said he was renting the house with the Mao painting. Oh, oh he's well, renting that, the house. That could make a lot of sense. Okay, well, it's... Uh, we rented a house mm-hmm. with literally oh. communist shit all over it. It was so, terrible. So we have to maybe give him the... No, 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 no. Doubt. Here's the thing, though. You're going to go on a live TV True, interview. we didn't show that stuff. Yeah, you got to know who that is. Mm. That sounds That's like a, a weak excuse that That's he rented the house. If he did, though, I'm saying it's Let's a little Let's just say more. we're going to have a, a, there's a picture of Hitler on the wall and we're going to have a live stream on, on That's TV. That's also true. That's also true. Set up your camera so it's not in the shot. How about that? Good point. Crazy Viking, Australian gold. The only Ford gold. I like is a Mustang. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Australian gold bar with Chinese dragons on exists. What? <laughs> Australian gold bar with Chinese... Oh, really? You know, I I think, you know, I know in South Africa they mint like uh, gold bars. You can buy gold bars, so maybe there's a Australian gold bar with a Chinese dragon on it. Okay, look into that. That makes sense. Taro, I was gutted by the West's inability to stand up against the CCP. The EU, in particular, is entirely in excuse me entirely yeah. in China's back pocket, as Merkel implied at Davos. Uh, what are some concrete reasons to maintain hope? Uh, there is a unit. Look into the EU, the EU deal. Yeah. The EU deal. It's not ideal. It's not what I want. Yeah. Because it is continuing to deal with the CCP. The thing is, it is not increasing trade. It's keeping the status quo with the European trade mm. and then increasing the requirements for the Chinese side. Mm. So if you look at it from that perspective, not much has changed. I, I wouldn't buy into the, the idea that the Western world is bowing down to the CCP any more than it was. And I think it's actually there's a there's a shift in the tide I, right there's now. There's a lot more awareness. Yeah. And so this is why, what's important that... All of you who watch what we say and what we do here, we hope that you're having discussions with people that you know and just kind of opening people's eyes because at the end of the day, it's ignorance is is the biggest enemy here, right? It's ignorance of what the CCP is doing that allows them to get away with what they're doing. So right. if you're starting discussions, opening some eyes, it might change the right minds. Yeah. The Bloody Dahlia says, what do you think of the ERMB cryptocurrency? Nothing says uh, untraceable currency like a state-backed authoritarian regime's currency. Yeah, awesome. it's, yeah, Not it's awesome. scary. It's scary. We'll look into that Hawk, for a future thing. Hawk52 for a couple proper Asahi, Asahi when you get to Japan. Can't Thank wait. You. Can't wait. Koa Bell, aren't Chinese a bit schizophrenic, believing foreigners when they give something more credit, but not believing foreigners, uh, not a word when it comes to China or Chinese politics? Yes. Yes, unfortunately, and it's not fair. No, that's that. You're, that's a very good observation because that's exactly how it is. It's like you can't understand because you're not Chinese. How many times have you been so told that? Times, uh, when you know something, it's right there. You know exactly what you're talking about. You're in an argument. When you win the argument, when you have proven without a doubt that what you're saying is correct with proof, even Chinese, written in Chinese and all that, this is how it is. They'll be like, no, you just don't understand because you're not Chinese. Correct. It's like, shut up, man. 
Come yeah, on, come on, man. <laughs> you should have that as a sound. We gotta get sound bites <laughs> yeah, exactly. on our board. Yeah, you gotta understand, you gotta understand China. Understand, so that should be on yeah, there. Yeah. Dan Ferrance, very wow. generous. Our boy Dan, our good friend. Uh, he said the game stonks hit boys. Thank you so yeah, much. I believe Dan, you you were talking to me earlier about the game stonks. Yeah. Um, keep up the great work on your channels, and congratulations, Dan, on winning big. That's fantastic. Keep taking down these hedge funds, man. Yeah, hedge stop. funds are evil. Get effed. Get yeah, bent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Magnum Beef, hearing about how lucrative working with the CCP is for people like YouTubers talking, uh, you're talking about makes me respect you guys that much more for speaking the truth and not just riding the R&B wave. Cheers, guys. Much respect. See, the difference thank is... You to you, thank, thank you to you, by the way. The difference is I like to sleep, right? <laughs> yeah. And I don't want the feeling that I am doing something morally reprehensible. Yeah. That is not how you should be living your life. No. And unfortunately, people in the social media sphere tend to be very selfish people. Of course. I mean, influencers, if you're going to be an influencer, you have to be narcissistic in some way or the other. Sure. That includes us as well. It's You, you have to have some narcissism to go out there and stick a camera in your face and expect that people out there will actually listen to you. Sure. Right? And, you know, when we started, we were young. Everyone mm. is young is a bloody narcissist. That's why. That's just, I, w- I couldn't I think, start now. No, we just matured, sure. luckily. Um, but at the end of the day, it, it really is tough. Hmm. But when you realize that what you're doing is actually to the detriment of Chinese people, that's when you, you realize that it's not good. So, right. for instance, when you're reinforcing the government's message, mm-hmm. it's hurting the people yes. that, are, that need change. Yeah. It's hurting the, the little guy at the bottom yeah. who's struggling in the poverty of China. You're out there saying the Chinese government is so great and there's doing no everything. problems and it's a utopia nobody needs to lift a finger no. just let the government handle everything the government's doing everything it changes nothing and that poor person doesn't see change and it works against no because what you're doing is is supporting the government that takes the eyes away from all the actual issues that yes. need support and help yes so if we talk about these issues maybe maybe we can help spur a little bit of change and help that guy rather than just keeping them down you know what right. i mean so yeah, it does thank reach you. that I point. I appreciate that. And it's yeah. very rare that we hear messages like that. So thank you. And the whole sleeping at night thing is true because you have to be comfortable. You have to believe in what you do. Yeah. You if have you don't to believe be. in what you do, it will come back to bite you. Yeah. It will come back to bite you. Absolutely. And that's not yeah. a threat. That's an actual like psychological thing. If you're doing something bullshit that you know is wrong, yeah. it will haunt you. It will. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Light Seeker, mm. why do non-PRC born Chinese, ABC, CBC, Taiwanese, Hong Kong hesitate to call out the CCP? Call out Pooh. Is this normal for them to get butthurt over facts? Mm, I would disagree with you on that one. Uh, the old, Especially the older generation of American born Chinese are very anti-CCP. Yeah. And the people that I talk to that work with uh, ABCs and Taiwanese people and stuff, they're very vocal about anti-CCP. I think it, Taiwan's de- very vocal. it depends. If they've got a lot of family in China, that makes sure, sense. Sure, sure. You cannot be seen as being anti-CCP because the CCP is like a mafia organization. Yeah. If yeah. you're too loud about it, they will like lean on your family back in China. It could affect your yeah, family, you- your parents... Business that could affect anything. So I that's think he's why. talking about people that have family back in China. Yeah. Yes. They can't. There's also a new um, uh, sort of level of like ABCs and stuff who feel very disconnected from like their roots, you know, sure. let's say. Sure. So they they feel like they want to reconnect with China because maybe it was their grandparents that came well, over to fine. the States or whatever. So they, they're trying to dig for an identity. And so they're probably sure. latching on to all this Chinese nationalist nonsense because... It gives them a perceived identity. I get it. I understand. You know what I mean? So there's probably that too. But the majority of ABCs that I know are very anti-CCP. Sure. Me too. Um, 
in hot water more retro tech please winston i love that stuff someone found you your tiktok <laughs> yeah yeah it's I've been experimenting yeah, you know i've decided cool. that i can't stand tiktok but i wanted to experiment to see how it works are you not going to do it anymore no I've, i'll fun. probably but i've decided to actually make a proper video because i can't stand the shoe cam stuff it just doesn't work for me so sure. what i'm going to do is i'm going to make a little thing called uh, mini disc mysteries as a as a test i don't know where i'm going to release it okay I might release it unlisted and just paste the link in our chats and stuff so that everyone can check it out. But it's kind of fun. Sure. It's all the little mini discs I picked up around the world that have random things. Dude, I got one. I didn't tell you about this yet, but I got one. And uh, it's a random mini disc. It's actually from America because I ordered a set, a random set. And it's like some dude singing in the shower. It's bizarre. And he's like, kind of I don't got to work tomorrow, so I'm going to party. <laughs> it's really bizarre. we got to listen to it. Yeah, That's yeah. going to be good for your, your TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. My super chat was empty. I love the consistent content, guys. This is from Evan Ebrow. Okay. Question, any information on she believing he is uh, Qin Shi Huang or the dragon family? Mm. Nah, that's more speculation. I think he's just a powerful wanker. I mean, the, the thing is, Xi Jinping has consolidated all yeah, the power. I mean, he is, doesn't need to pretend to be anything. What you, you need to understand, everyone, a little bit about Chinese politics here is um, Deng Xiaoping figured it out, okay? He put the terms in place because he saw what happened with Mao Zedong. And when Mao got too much power and just kept going and reached a point where the power corrupted him, and he became this crazy, disgusting man who, you know, basically genocided, a, destroyed Chinese culture and did all this stuff. He realized that was the problem, is that too much power corrupts. Absolutely, you know. So he put in these terms. And so you saw these terms happening. You know, remember, like, still a dictator. So. Yeah, it's, it's still terrible. But at least there's not too much power in one man's correct, hands. Correct. For too long. Yeah, and that's why you saw this opening up of China. Yeah, that's yeah. the time we were there. It was liberalizing. during Hu Jintao. And, you know, it was great because that one person is, is in power. He's a dictator, but only for a certain amount of and time. And he was also quite weak. Yeah. Which is great but, for China. So, yeah, exactly. So basically, when it's the end of his term, somebody else takes over. So you don't get this progression like it's been happening with Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping got in power and he's like, nah, screw that term limit stuff. I want all the power. And then I consolidated want to be everything yeah. inside the CCP so he can do absolutely So there everything. are no checks and balances no. for this man. He can do what he wants and say anything and the whole country must comply. Mm. And that's why we've seen this crazy situation happen now because there are no checks and balances within the CCP anymore. It's just him and his little underlings and they will do whatever we he says. We left China because of Xi Jinping. Yes. In in more ways than we can imagine. Absolutely. Like, we didn't know it would end up like that. But Xi Jinping really turned China around in the wrong direction. Yes, it was going in the right direction. Right. And now it's going back to the crazy power-hungry Mao days and you're yes. going to see it continue. The fact that Government employees have to every day go on their phone and do a little Xi Jinping thought quiz, mm. you know, and pass it every day. It's like a religion. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's a seriously scary dictatorship. Now. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Anyway, uh, Mike, mm. is it true that most authoritarian evil uncle CCP officials are those who grew up and were educated in the Mao era? Are CCP officials born in the 80s any or later any different ideologically? Uh, most of them are old power mm. uh, under Mao for sure. Newer, younger people. If they join the CCP, it's probably just to make their life easier. Because yeah. if you're in the CCP, it's just easier. Sure. It's just an sure. easier way of life. Uh, you get benefits and things. Mm. Ideologically, definitely different. Um, Very different. They're, yeah. they're not raised under Mao, Maoism and stuff. Unfortunately, they have to tolerate the current situation, the yeah. current system. 
So yeah. they have to effectively be the same in action, which sucks. Yeah, I feel like the, the our generation of Chinese people have it the worst because... Yes, they were the ones that saw things change. Yes, uh, but not only that, they they wanted change. That's, That's why we saying. had the Tiananmen yeah. Square yeah. uprising and stuff. That generation kind of is lost in the, in a way. Uh, you've got the original people under Mao who just just a terrible yeah. bunch, really. And then you've got that generation that really wanted change but didn't get it. And then you've got this new generation, which has just been brainwashed into thinking that, you know, what Xi Jinping and what the right. Communist Party does is correct. So the, the, the guys our age are kind of stuck in the middle. You've They're got, the most liberal, for yeah, sure. You've got this younger crowd who are just fiercely nationalist and this older crowd that are fiercely nationalist. And they're somewhere in between saying like, eh, I guess we're going to have to be yeah. fiercely nationalist. Yeah. Um, thank you for the enlightenment from JMR's death. Well, thank very, you. very, very generous. generous. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you very Would much. Would love to come to California and take you guys out to dinner and chill. Thank that'd be, you so that'd be awesome. That, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. looking forward to it someday. Mm. Lucas Linder, mm. Crazy Viking, the gold bar has a queen on front and dragon on the back. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Uh, probably for Chinese, because Chinese people love to buy gold. Well, I mean, yeah, and Australia is owned by China pretty this, much. So, this, yeah, we know that yeah. already. It's one of uh, the things. Yeah, last one. We're going over time here. Yeah. Uh, Eric Yandel, Winston, uh, you did a video of Jio with a slide in the background showing his guide to response videos. Was that something he really posted? Very Machiavellian. He is. Very no. Machiavellian. <laughs> no, that was some. That was a comment someone posted, we and I just thought it was, thought it was hilarious because it, it actually nailed it to a T. It was a little creepy. How? Yeah. Just how? how well yeah. They I guess that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, wow, that's that's a long, a long question one. and answers. Uh, we'll try not to do that again where we yeah. save our... We're all caught up. Yeah, we are all caught up. Thank you so much, guys, for watching. Thank you, really, for joining us. This is very important that you're here with us discussing these important things. Join us every week. Yeah, we can't wait to see you next week. And yeah, please, tomorrow, my video, as soon as it's out, please go watch it before it gets banned again by these like Chinese copyright trolls. Because it's important. You watch mine today. Yeah, check out his wolf wanker, turd warrior video. It's funny. Yeah, uh, can't wait to. See